On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Jared Walsh and Dan Menzel here as we are preparing to head into round two of the Host Plus Sandful League. And men, uh, well, I'm, I'm a bit intimidated at the moment because uh, we're going to be speaking to another Ken Farmer medalist and uh, I've not won any medals in my life. Actually, I've got a trophy in here. Just hold on a second. I've got a trophy. Oh, he's brought props. Yeah, yeah. I've got a prop, which is my um, Grange Rolls Hockey Club Masters Best and Fairest. So that's for over 35s. Huge. That's the only thing I've ever won, but um, we're about to speak to a premiership player from the Bays and, of course, a Ken Farmer medalist, Glenelg, looking to make amends for what happened against the Double Blues over the weekend. Liam McBean, thanks for joining us on SENSA. How are you in preparations for round two? Very good. Um, yeah, very excited for the week ahead. One of the, one of the names which which stands out for me and I think is one of the names which has been spoken about in the off-season is Brett Turner, who had um, a decent game, managed to kick a goal and featured in, in your best. How's he going? Because there's there's a handful of players um, like Brett who make their way back into the sandfall after an experience on an AFL list where um, you can potentially have a chip on your shoulder and be out to prove a point. So is that something that's driving him this year? Look, I think the experience... Uh, that unfolded for Brett last year was no doubt unfortunate. and um, But I think he's come back with a really good attitude. His pre-season's been pretty flawless so far. Um, I don't know if it's a point to prove to anyone other than himself and, and probably to Glenelg as well that he's coming back to contribute to, obviously, our team's success. So, um, you know, all the other stuff is, is pretty well, you know, noise at this stage now. I think it's it's been and gone. And um, Brett obviously played, played well on the weekend. I still think he's got another level to find. Um, over the coming weeks, I think he's really starting to come back into his own, um, which I think is a really scary proposition for other teams moving forward. So, um, no, I'm really proud of how he's handled things so far. Um, but, yeah, I think there's certainly bigger and better things ahead for Brett. So the, the crowd as well was was really impressive. I feel that this is a, a big year for the Sandful in general. I mean, over 3,000 at Unley. We have a look at some of the other games for Northwest. There was over 2,500. Um, the the Sandful showdown's probably an anomaly because it was at Adelaide Oval. But, but crowds are turning out. So when you get the opportunity to play at home, how much does that crowd give you the energy? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I mean, we're very lucky with... The Glenelg fans, they do travel. And no matter where we play, they always show up, which we're very grateful for. And um, the first two games of the year in particular for us, we've got Sturt and then Port, which are two of our long-standing rivals. So um, it is great. I think a lot of clubs are going to tremendous amount of effort to make the Sandful um, game day experience you know, even better for fans. Um, I know the Glenelg Footy Club in particular are doing a power work in that space. So, um, yeah, I think that'll ultimately, you know, that sort of effort will really result in, um, you know, hopefully a, a bigger turnout. Um, longer term. So, um, yeah, I think we're in a really good place. I think the competition's obviously really well supported and you see that on the on the weekend just gone and looking forward to seeing more play, uh, fans turn out again this weekend. No doubt they will down at Glenelg Friday at 4.40, that game against Port Adelaide. Uh, now, Darren Reeves came in late to the piece in the preseason as the head coach. It probably would have been hard to implement uh, a lot into the team with only a couple of months, but what, what have you seen from him so far in terms of game style? So game style-wise, he's got a really modern-day look on, on footy. Um, so I think, realistically, a lot of areas that we're looking to tidy up, we were heavily scored against on turnover last year. So he's come in and made that a real focal point how we can um, obviously reduce that number. And, and obviously, like every team at the moment, we're trying to uh, keep the ball in our front half for as long as possible and, and have the right, um, you know, the right plays in that mix that can 
really apply some strong defensive pressure to allow that to happen. So I think realistically, a lot of teams are trying to do the same thing. It's just how well they fundamentally can, can, can execute it on the day. Um, so we've been doing a lot of scenario-based uh, work at training, which I, you know, I think will really pay off longer term for us. But um, all in all, he's got a really, really good outlook on footy. He's a really good human as well. He's a good person. So, um, yeah, we're really wrapped with what he's brought to the footy club so far. The reserves get a win on the weekend. Who can we look forward to seeing as some of the, the younger guys coming through? I think it's a really exciting time, especially at the start of a season where some of the younger kids get an opportunity um, in the, the early months of the year to show what they can do. So some of the younger kids, um, and you're facing a side in Port Adelaide who I think had about seven debutants when they played against Adelaide at Adelaide so, for you guys, who are the names that we can look out for? Actually, we're really blessed at the moment. We've got a really, really hungry group of um, players that are playing the reserves and a mix, mixture of age levels, really. Um, at the moment, there's a few that I would be keeping an eye on. We've got a couple of really good developing key forwards in Austin Kitschke and, and Mac Miller as well. Um, through the midfield, Brady Searle's really putting the best foot forward. Uh, Cole Gerloff will be another one that'll see some senior pretty soon. And, um, Maddie Coulthard as well. So there's a few names. I'm probably missing a few as well. But we've got a really, really strong um, and deep list this year. So um, I'm really looking forward to them putting a lot of pressure on these senior players and, um, and pushing for a game. So, no, we're, we're certainly in a really good position. And, uh, Beanie, I want to ask you about Cam McGree. He made his debut on the weekend for you guys in the Ruck. It's obviously has allowed you to play more in the forward line and not have to take on those duties as much. How did you make his first-round performance? And um, and you're happy being more in the forward line than as the number one ruck? Yeah, we're all really, really impressed with what Cam's brought since he's turned up in pre-season. He, he came back in really, really good shape and really hungry. Um, and I think just having that number one ruck, ruck spot for him, having the confidence pumped into him that he was... Um, you know, capable of playing at the level and play, capable of playing at a high degree. Um, and on the weekend, he really showed that. I think he was just highly competitive in there. Um, and we just need, you know, obviously from a, a Rucks perspective, you just want someone that really creates a strong contest around the ground, gives our mids, um, you know, predictability in there as well. So he'll be, I'm really looking forward to his future at the, at the club. And the weekend was a fantastic start. So, um, yeah, ultimately been really impressed. And, and from my standpoint, um, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly enjoying a little bit more of that predictability playing that role down the forward line. Um, it certainly allows myself and Luke uh, and Lockie Hosey to, to get to work down there. But, um, yeah, when whatever's, whatever's needed, I think Cam will sometimes end up down the forward line too. And he showed on the weekend that he can get forward and kick goals too. So it's certainly a good weapon to have. That he did. And you touched on Lockie Hosey and Luke Reynolds. Uh, Hosey was up the ground a bit more on the weekend, but then also spent time deep. How do you work out... Out of the three of you, who is the one who's going to spend time a bit deeper? Who's going to be starting in the goal square? It's arguably the best forward line in the comp. How does that come about? Yeah, I think it's all about, for us, it's about how selfless we can be for each other. And identifying who's probably got the best matchup on the day will really dictate how we position. I think when we're playing our best footy, we really separate from each other really well and allow ourselves to have one-on-one. Um, I think where we found a gap on the weekend is something we're just going to continually have to work through is it's just giving ourselves a bit more separation. I think there's a couple of times I crashed into Luke and probably Lockie crashed into Luke or Luke crashed into Lockie. So it's just finding that balance of um, when you feel like you've got a good look at uh, a one-on-one inside 50 and, and when you've got to sort of hold out space. But we've been playing a lot of footy together for a number of years and um, certainly know that that stuff can take time from, I suppose, the starting the start of the season. So, um, but yeah, like I mentioned, I think it's the, the ability to be selfless and, uh, and sacrifice for each other allows us all to get involved in the game. And, you know, once... 
once one's really on fire, it's about trying to isolate them as much as possible. It's a really big occasion on, on Good Friday at Stratarama Stadium. When, uh, first of all, Liam, what is Stratarama, please? Because it's really <laughs> difficult to say. Can you explain what that is? Are you informed? Yeah, they are. So, yeah, so they're a um, <laughs> started community organisation. They've actually invested a hell of a lot in the footy club by signing a 10-year deal uh, to be our naming rights partner. So it's a massive landmark you know, deal for the footy club. Um, obviously, ACH Group have been a part of that journey now for a couple of years. So um, it was great to have them as part of the journey. But um, yeah, thank you to Strata Raman now for taking over that for the next 10 years. Just see it plastered up around the ground. Um, but yeah, you're right. It'll be a really exciting day. We're, we're, we're very pumped to play against Port. Hopefully get our season going by getting a win. Um, but yeah, looking forward to seeing all the base ends. Okay, so I said it wrong. It's Stratarama. See, I'm glad you corrected me. And look, you're not from South Australia. You've been here long enough. But is this something that is built up amongst the base to hate Port Adelaide and to, to realise the significance of playing them at home. Good Friday aside, I mean, they, this is a traditional rivalry where beating Port Adelaide, no matter how they're going in the Sandful season, it's a, it's a big thing for your club. Yeah, it is. I probably didn't realise it until we played against them in the grand final um, you know, three or four years ago, um, just how much that rivalry was built up. Um, so, yeah, it's always a special occasion, I think. Playing Good Friday is such a, it's, it's such an amazing thing for a sample club in terms of getting um, you know, a wealth of support there. Um, you know, obviously, it starts off before a long weekend, and we typically get a really good show out from the crowd, um, from Glenelg fans in particular. But you know, obviously, this year we'll have the Port fans that will travel as well to come down to the bay to watch the game. So um, I think you know, rivalries, I know there's obviously a lot of history behind Glenelg v Port, but for us, it's just another game, another opportunity to make sure we can get our season off to a really good start and start you know, putting together a really strong brand of footy to, to build on uh, throughout the season. Well, we appreciate your time on the Sandful Show. Good luck this weekend. Have an enjoyable Easter. Are you allowed to eat Easter eggs after a win or you can eat them no matter what? Oh, look, I, um, I'm a bit renowned for being um, a little bit average on the snack front. So I think there will be a few Easter eggs getting around the household across the weekend. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. Kicking snags and eating Easter eggs. We love that. Lima Bean, thanks for your time on SENSA. Thanks so much. Appreciate it.